All right, everyone, welcome back to another totally exciting edition of the Mike Colney podcast. Uh, like normal, I got a couple guests with me today. We got K9 Manser joining us in the voice chat. And also. Hi. Oh, hey, sorry. <laughs> okay, my bad. Also, Thrimian, was that right? Yep, that's right. Okay. For people who listened last time, the, the podcast was just ridiculously long, it's over an hour. And I really don't want to go through that long of a podcast again. But unfortunately, the update this time is bigger than ever. So what we're going to do is split it up into several parts, have two, maybe three different podcasts devoted to this update. That way it's not so uh, daunting to listen to because I don't like to sit there and listen to an hour-long episode. Hopefully you guys don't either because this is how we're doing it. Uh, before we get started... Not unless I just... you drive in the car. Well, that's true. It's good for driving. I was just going to mention that the last episode so far has been listened to 1,350 times. So there are a couple people listening, which is good. Hopefully they're getting something out of it. Now on to the update. This is the version 0.22.0 update. The biggest change is there are now three new planet types. Well, two new planet types plus the existing one. So when you start a game now, you can either choose between the red planet, which is the default, uh, the lunar planet, which is new, and the forest world, which is new. I'd just like to say that there's a difficulty level associated with each of those planets. So the red planet, the original one, is considered easy. The lunar one is considered medium. And the forest world is considered hard. Just real quick, what makes those easy, medium, and hard? Well, you already know what the red planet's like if you've been playing. The lunar one, there's no ore on the planet the resources in general are a lot more rare. So it is a lot harder to get started. And then the forest world, I don't think there's ore on the forest world either. There's nothing but trees really. Yeah, so. Trees and water. And at the beginning, it's really hard to build up your resources. You have to constantly cut down trees, plant new ones, make charcoal, which is all stuff we'll talk about later, but there's a lot of micromanaging going involved on the forest world. If you're new to the game, I would suggest starting with the red planet once you're f comfortable with how it works moving on to one of the other ones but today i think we're going to focus on the lunar world and the new stuff associated with that so let's get into the what's new with the lunar world the first thing you'll notice when you start a new lunar map except for the fact that it looks way different is that there's no ore there is um regolith instead which looks like ore because i used the same graphic for it but it works a little differently and you also have a different rover you have the lunar rover which has different capabilities k9 have you played the lunar map uh yeah i did did you uh did you find it difficult to get started it's not that hard but you 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 definitely don't want to start on this as your first map yeah because the main thing is everything still requires ore to build but there's no way to harvest it so you actually yes. have to convert your regolith into ore so it's just mostly a bit more tedious, but it's it, it's not like um, game game ending or something, I guess. But I can definitely see where if you've never played before, you'd be like, man, what's going on? It just requires a little bit more management. And I should mention for new players, um, when you first start a map, the lone tutorial of the game, the little pop-up window, I've not updated it for the two new planet types, so... I just kind of thought of that. It's it'd be really confusing because the instructions it gives you gives you do not pertain to the maps you're playing. So I better write that in my list of things to update next time. Moving on, these are the new structures that are associated specifically with the lunar planet. As I already mentioned, you start out with a lunar rover, 
And the new structures are the helium-3 extractor, which takes the regolith you find on the lunar planet and turns into helium-3, which is a new resource. After that, there's the regolith compactor, which takes the regolith you mine and it compacts it into water. No, wait, that one turns into ore, sorry. Yeah, yep. And then we have the water extractor, which takes the regolith and gets the water. And instead of pavement, you have the crushed regolith path, which serves the exact same purpose, but it looks a little different. There's a helium-3 tank for storing the helium-3. And there's a regolith mine, which you can build to, you know, in case you run out of regolith on the map, you can build new mines. Just almost exactly like the ore mines work on a regular map. Those are the new things. After you build all this stuff and you start getting established, the game really transforms itself into being very similar to the first map. Except there are a few differences. Uranium and aluminum are a lot more abundant on the lunar map. That was a big problem, especially on the Red Planet map, people running out of aluminum. I know I'd see a lot of reviews in the market. One star, I ran out of aluminum. This game sucks. Well, play the lunar map because there's aluminum everywhere. But I think gold is more rare. There's always a trade-off. Just like the red map, the lunar map, you can terraform, you can eventually get trees, and everything becomes pretty normal eventually. Besides the fact that you can't build the all-fracking operation thing. Oh, that, yeah. That is one thing that makes it harder. Because on the regular map, once you get ore-fracking, you're always going to have ore. It's really easy to build up. You cannot do that on the lunar map. You have to keep going through this regolith conversion process. Obviously, ore is like the base building block for the entire game. I think there's a few other things. Like, you can't build an ore mine either. Yeah, you, you have to use the regolith mine, which goes through the converter, which turns to ore. Yeah. So it's just that extra step the entire way that you're going to be dealing with on the lunar map. But it is also the only map where you can produce the helium-3, which doesn't do much for you right now, but... In future updates, it's going to be an important resource. There's going to be buildings later on that require it. And so you're really going to have to be trading with people who use the lunar map in order to get it, which is going to be good. Um, with the Galactic Board of Trade, people are going to be able to make money on a lunar map, which is nice. And there's Everybody actually, wants that dark pavement. Everyone wants that dark pavement. That's right. There yeah. is a new, faster pavement added to the game now, the dark pavement. And I'm embarrassed to say that I have not even attained it yet myself on my map. Yeah, you can't send uh, the regolith anywhere, right? You can now. I just added it to the Galactic Board of Trade this morning. Oh, uh, So right. that's fine. You can now uh, get that. For people who don't, know, who don't know, when I add a new resource to the game, I can't add it to the Galactic Board of Trade until the app's been approved on all app stores. And Apple's usually the last one to approve it. Oh. And that is because their game does not have the resource in it yet, and I, I just don't want weird things to happen. So, there's that. But everything's in there now. <laughs> Let's see. Besides for the uh, lunar map, I also added, if you remember last time, I added the quantum water tank and the uh, quantum warehouse. There's now a quantum yep. food storage, which you guys may have seen. Mm -hmm. and yes. So, that helps because I always have a ton of food. But of course, the same problem is eventually going to happen with the quantum food storage. Yeah, but it makes a good backup when you when you build a population and you don't notice your food is like uh, less. Exactly. You never uh, want to leave the game running to come back and find that you've run out of food. And everyone's yeah, dead, I did that and once. everyone's working, yeah. So that's sad. There's 
a whole lot of new stuff related to the forest map, which we're going to talk about next time. But I do want to mention some of the other changes to the game. Not necessarily new things, but way things have changed. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but the deals on the mass driver are a little worse now than they used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. When you're importing, it should now be about 150% of the price that you can get on the Galactic Board of Trade. And when you're exporting, I think it's about half the price. Does that sound right? It's about that. <clears throat> yeah. And so, you know, there are situations where people... See, it's really difficult to have both the Galactic Board of Trade and the Mass Driver in the game. Because there's scarcity involved with the Board of Trade, but resources are infinite on the Mass Driver. So balancing that is pretty difficult. Mm -hmm. So this is just another step in going that direction. I have to make the Mass Driver a little worse of a deal than it is. But that's just the way it is. Another thing I changed, which I hope helps. People on Android are always complaining about lag. It's always a problem when the colonies get bigger. So I made some changes where before the game was updating the colonists every single tick of the gameplay. And I've decreased that so they're only updated every five ticks of gameplay. And so that hopefully cuts down on some of the processing power. Well, I can tell you I play on the Android and... It runs smoother than a baby's rear end. Since the update? Since the update. Well, good. I was having problems on my large colony where I've got over 20,000 colonists where it kind of slowed down and skipped through the map while I'm trying to scroll. Now it's just smooth. That's good. That's great to hear. So I'm going to keep working on the performance of Android because that is by far the number one platform the game is played on. So I really want to get it right. Anything I can do to help that is very good. I've also changed it so that it is harder to maintain colonist happiness a little bit. Not much harder, but a little harder. Before, you could just have a huge map with almost no entertainment and still have pretty much 100% happiness all the time. Uh, but I really want the entertainment thing to be a part of the game. So mm-hmm. now they're affected worse by not having that much money. If they're at work all day, they can get sad. If their pay is not high enough, they get sad. Just make sure, if you get the update, keep a closer eye on the approval rating and the happiness of your colonists. Because it is a little bit bigger of a factor now. Oh yeah, by the way, it's hard to tell um, what what they set from. Is there a way to make it like a, a clearer? Like, how to affect the happiness? No, as I was saying, uh, if they are set from long working hours or they are set from running too much or something. Oh, that's true. There's no way to tell right now. That's something Besides I have to Besides the add. sickness. Besides that's the sickness, the only one I can yeah, that's it. Yeah, the sickness is easy, but the other things that have an impact on it, if they have less than ten dollars on them, and you can see how much money they have on their stats, then they're sad. Yeah. If oh, all right. If their commute time is really long, that will hurt their happiness. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if you don't have enough food, that will too. And so those are the main things. Oh, okay. I just enjoy getting that money revenue from the entertainment buildings now. Yeah, that is good. <laughs> It was good. I always put in the paid entertainment instead of the free entertainment. I was glad I had the free entertainment because they, like, I went from having maybe five to ten colonists that were angry and seeking out entertainment to over 700 in the blink of an eye. Oh, man. So I guess this change can have a big impact, so try to stay on top of that for everyone listening. Yeah, but I kind of feel you need the free entertainment for the people who don't have money much. Yeah, you do. Because you just think about it, if someone's already poor, that makes them unhappy. And then on top of that, they can't afford entertainment. Yeah. 
I eventually want to make it so people in that scenario will turn to crime, but that's for a future update. Uh, here's something else that's new. Before, colonists would be reported as sick on the statistics, even if they're at like 95% health. There's a lot of people like, man, I have all these sick people and there's nothing I can do about it. But really, they're not that sick. I mean, the health fluctuates a little bit just naturally. And so now, colonists are not considered sick unless their health gets down below 70%. That's not a bit... A very big change, but it's a little change. And I've also added a new policy to the game that you can implement at the capital or at the consulate, which is kind of like a welfare, a living wage thing you can give the people. Oh, and uh, yeah, so that, hmm? yeah, it's just so every time you do your payroll, even if people don't have a job, they'll get whatever little bit of money you set to give them. It's defaulted as zero, you don't have to give them anything. So if you have a lot of unhappiness and a lot of poverty in your colony, that's something you can do to try to combat that. Mm-hmm. All right. So I know you can get to points where it's easy to have just a ton of unemployment and there's not much you can do about it. Well, I mean, you can build new buildings, but this is another thing you can do if you want. All right. And I plan on adding more policy type stuff later. Mm-hmm. All right. One last change is if you remember the ice chipper unit, I've renamed it to the water bot. Because on the uh, forest world, which we'll talk about next time, it has uh, water pools on the planet, which are the exact same concept as the ice, but I thought it'd be dumb to have an ice chipper go get the water, so I just renamed it. And one last thing to mention, um, as I introduced last time, for people who have purchased the ad-free version of the game, there will be unique structures, and I added a few more decorative things for people who have the ad-free version. There's now a purple, blue, and white flower garden, and I added grass that you can build. Ways to kind of spruce up your colony. Make uh, it more hippie. Make it more hip, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because you get to a point where your colony's huge. What What's there left to do except for wait for the next update and plant grass and flowers? I like the grass. The grass is very nice and clean. It is nice and clean. And your people can walk on it and drive over it. All right. All right. Well... As I said before, I didn't want this to be a very long podcast like the last one, so we're going to kind of end it here, and tomorrow or the next day, we're going to pick back up talking about this update, and we're going to be talking about the forest planet, which is the hard difficulty one, because there's a lot of new stuff on that one, and I think it deserves its own episode, because because it's a big update. So It's very tricky to play. It is very tricky to play, but we'll go over some tips on that to help people who want to uh, tackle it. But it is easier if you already know how to play the game. I'll say that. You guys have anything else to throw out there? Um, not for that. Not at all. All right. So that's it for today. Um, as I said, check back in a couple days, and we're going to have a big update about the uh, the forest world, which is the biggest part of this game, the update to this game. So stay tuned for that, and thank you for listening. I hope you like the shorter version of the podcast better because it's easier to do. And I think personally, I'd rather do more episodes more often, but just shorter. I think that'd be better. I guess that's it. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Goodbye.